I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today. We'll have Red Raider football with Joey McGuire coming up tonight here on Double T 97.3. Live from Rudy's Barbecue. Red Raiders preparing to take on West Virginia on Saturday. Uh, to open up Big 12 play, we'll have Suddenlink, I'm sorry, Optimum Game Day Live beginning at 7 a.m. on Saturday here on Double T 97.3. Gus, how you going? Pretty good. It's uh, Friday Eve. It's never a bad thing. True. Uh, we'll have Thursday Night Football, Giants and the 49ers at 6.30 on 100.7 The Score. And uh, some high school football, Coronado at Caprock at 6.30 on 96.9 The Bull. Dun, what do you dun, have dun, us, uh, is Gunsmoke? Yeah, I don't know. I just landed on that. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, wagon Train. Wagon Train, Season 1, Episode Ooh. 22. Lots of black and white and stereotypes that we don't need to talk about. I uh, I don't know that I'd ever heard of that show before. I don't either. Eight seasons. I'll be darned. From 57 to 1962. And probably one of those things that if we watched it long enough, there'd be a bit character here, you know, the some some dude passing through town that ends up being like Klinger on MASH. You know, like, yeah, it was his first role, you know. Uh, uh, um, Frank McGrath, Robert Horton. Terry Wilson. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm maybe more informed on mm-hmm. on you know that stuff than most of my age group. And yet, and yet, you come up empty. You and me both. I might, might way empty. I might recognize a face. You know, like of those dudes you just named off there. Ben, uh, when was the last time, if ever, you watched? Or saw any kind of television show or movie that was in black and white. I took a intro to cinema class. Okay, nice. okay, about to be surprised. During my sophomore year at South Plains College, we watched Stagecoach, John Wayne's debut. We watched Casablanca with Humphrey Bogart. We nice. watched Citizen Kane with Orson Welles, and the other one was in color. It was Val Kilmer's debut in film. So that was a little bit Top past the. He's spitting yeah, out. He didn't just he, spit out three the movie more titles. Clint, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he didn't just spit out the movie titles, but in two of yeah, them, the, he tied the, the main stars in. There you go. Then, yeah, that's good work there. Love to get your thoughts and comments on the EH Flooring Center. Whoa, you changed it. I wanted oh, to see sorry, what happened on episode back. 22 yeah, of bad. Wagon Train. Right there, dude. The Bill Tony story. Uh, love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T973.com. Here's what I don't understand. Um, granted, up until three minutes ago, I was relatively unaware that this series existed. 
Um, but I just I just share that it, it lasted eight seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like eight years. It's a long time. Here's the tagline. Stories of the journeys of a wagon train as it leaves post-Civil War Missouri on its way to California through the plains, deserts, and Rocky Mountains. How does that last eight years? <laughs> yeah. Did this, like, turn into Lost in Space or something? Yeah, I, uh, that's good. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's uh, that shouldn't have been. I mean, it, could, it had to be, like, real time. Did they get lost? I know. They, like, the first. Damn, is this Brazil? The first. Yeah, exactly. The first season is what led to them leaving Missouri the, se- <laughs> the next six seasons. And then it jumped the shark when they finally got to Oregon. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's probably a uh, some uh, uh, you know portrayals that wouldn't really play these days. If you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. For example, her. <laughs> Got me, yeah, you know, like, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, in- interestingly enough, when Star Trek, this is a true story, when Star Trek was pitched, it was pitched as wagon train to the stars. Really? Yeah. And I had heard that throughout my life, but I never quite picked up on wagon train being a TV show. Okay. Yeah, I, I uh, that's interesting. I, I guess that, uh, I guess that plays. Did, uh, what, what are, what's our year, our, our window of time here? We got well, this is, 60s. if this is season one, then this is 1957. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. I can, I can give you an exact date. That guy right there. I don't know who that actor is, but it looks like Gilligan's Island. Uh, I don't think he's an authentic Native, Native American. I don't either. It's the rich guy on uh, Gilligan's Island. That's what that really? Like. That's no, Mr. Howell? I understand that's oh, what it looks like. Damn. I know. Holy smokes, dude. Like, you know what's crazy about old TV? <laughs> Is that, like, now... Racist stereotypes? Well, no, that's... <laughs> Racist you ex- portrayals, You expect sorry. that. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, Game of Thrones, 10 episodes, right? Yeah. Ashoka, or oh. a, a, Ahsoka. Yeah. 39 episodes in season one. Uh-uh. 39, 38, 37, 38, 37, 37. Holy smokes. Well, back then, there were underworked and yeah. overworked and underpaid probably just this uh crushing those people this episode released february 12th 1958 mm. so where were you 1958 <laughs> or is your parents in 1958 uh i don't think my i don't think my mom had been born yet i'm pretty sure she hadn't i think she was still a year or so away and then my father was a year or there so old yeah, and change. Could have been. And you know what? Your grandparents in Santa Ana, they could have watched that right, right? there. Yeah, or in Baytown. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, Tyler asks, can we get a Wagon Wheel song intro slash outro? Uh, we'll work on that. Someone else has. I'm sure that they had issues with dysentery. <laughs> Let's hope that's not portrayed in this episode. <laughs> yeah, We've got it muted, but I feel like we would... Uh, <laughs> um i mean because like in the first in the first episode they were in uh kansas okay i don't know i don't think that's a real place anymore um but like yeah how do you get from kansas to california in eight years like how how long does that take (laughs) yeah yeah i think you could 
how much of this stuff holds up? Do you think? I don't think this does, mm. but like. Oh, you mean who, like who out there is like watching '60s TV on the reg? Still locking in, you know. My mother-in-law. More tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantec Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Thank you for spending part of your day with us alongside Gus and Ben. I'm Aaron. Clint is on the road driving to the Amarillo area, as he'll be calling tonight's Coronado at Caprock game. Uh, we'll have that for you on 96.9 The Bull. Bum, 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 bum. Fear the horns. Bum, bum, Working bum, on the tagline still. Uh, we'll take suggestions. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at DoubleT973.com. Uh, Raider's dad says Clinton Hines banging their heads furiously to AD, besmirching the good K-State brand. Um, someone else says uniforms and apparel brands are more polarizing than American politics. Ask 100 people and you'll get 50 answers down the middle. Um, someone says this. Um, this is from LBK Realtor twenty three. If Adidas makes an offer and Under Armour matches, can Adidas make a counter? I I don't know. I wondered about that. Like, how far can it go? Doesn't sound like it, but I I didn't. Uh, I assume, I, and I would assume Adidas knows that. And and if you're only getting one shot at it, you want to, you know, move, move sure. the number up enough higher than you think Under Armour might go, but not overpay, but, you know. Well, like, it's like, how, you know, because we've talked about this ad nauseum, and I, and I don't know how much of this stuff is kind of far-fetched far and silly and, and, you know, relatively difficult or impossible to do, but, you know, if, if, if there is the possibility of you having, like, Mahomes brand football jerseys, Kind of like you know Jordan Brand at Michigan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Oklahoma, et cetera. Um, how 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 does how can Under Armour match that? You know what I'm saying? Like because mm-hmm. there there's definite value to hey, you know you, you know the best football player on the planet right now. He happens <laughs> to be a Tech alum, mm-hmm. and his logo's on our jerseys. Like how 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 can that be matched? You know, right? Like he he he's in touch. Coach McGuire talks to him, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, big deal. Um, someone asks this. Uh, who was calling the Coronado game with Clint? Mm, I have no idea. I didn't go to the luncheon today, or I nor- normally I could answer that. Clint, if you're listening, <laughs> don't call. <laughs> Good text. Um Val says, I watched the moon landing in Sierra Blanca. It didn't matter that the feed was in black and white as she had a black and white TV. Uh, someone says, Adidas is much better than Nike. Um, we also get this on the chat line. Tyler isn't the right choice. Fans are looking for a confident quarterback who isn't afraid to take risks <laughs> and make plays, but Tyler plays too conservatively and still makes costly errors. Um, 
Someone right. says, very on topic. Right there. like it. Uh, someone has this. When Wharton threw his first interception against Tarleton, I admired his leadership as he held his receiver accountable for running the wrong route. That's true football leadership. When Tyler throws an interception, it seems like he's fearful, like something bad is about to happen. To bring this back on topic, who would be the better trail boss on a wagon train? Tyler Chuck or Baron Moore? <laughs> Thought we were talking early 60s westerns. Um, <laughs> this person says in the chat line, the second A is silent in Realtor AD, kind of like it's silent in Cardinal. Man, you don't say. Um, this in the chat line, the Mahomes logo leaves a lot to be desired. I don't, I don't know that I... Mm, okay, yeah. It's the little... Uh, it doesn't have a nickname like... Uh, it's like a knight... Uh, like a Spartan helmet. Yes. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that at first, but now I get it. I kind of like the, uh, the PM2 triangle one um, pretty good, but I could understand why this is probably better from a, you know easier to put on t-shirts and all that crap this logo unveiled on a yeah, gladiator mask yeah um august of 21 i was trying to put a date on that i, I was trying to remember and i would guess too that um you know the, the fact that his relationship is with adidas probably not um and you know, coincidence that uh, his new logo prominently features three stripes, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of oriented yeah. in the same direction. Ties it all together. Uh, this in the chat line, whoever said Adidas is better than Nike must work for Adidas, LOL. Adidas tore my ankles up in college, suffered more ankle injuries in their shoes than I ever did in my life. Uh, and I'm not being like a jerk, although I can understand why you might think that. How do you know what was the shoes and not like, how do you know it wouldn't have happened if you had been wearing Nike or new balance or no fear or re like what's the basis for this conclusion? I mean, you, you were a, a high level athlete, Gus, Ooh, okay. you were a medium level athlete. <laughs> there we go. Did you like, do you ever feel like, uh, you know, one a apparel brand versus the other really affected your performance? No. No, I, I, I the, 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 what? <laughs> somebody says, maybe you were bad at running. The <laughs> <laughs> texture on texture violence. I like it. That's uh, good. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, the, the, the only, I, and I've talked about this before. Coach Dyke said the, the football team in 90, 91 and, uh, around in the early nineties and pony shoes was pony. They were they were a little bit prominent at the time. I, think I had pony cleats when I was yeah. playing little league, and I, I remember seeing our guys. Our guys hated them, and I say our guys, the tech football players, would come in during two a days, you know, and everything was brutal during two a days. And I still, I've told you this, was, I can remember one of those dudes in the weight room, like, you know, why, why are you limping? Oh, look at this, and pull the shoe off, and the like the ball of his foot was a flap of skin like blister 
I mean, like he flipped it up like it was like he was he could check the mail, and then he flipped the flap of skin back down like it was still attached. And below that, it was just you know raw blister, just the under that yeah, pink I skin, yeah. like God Almighty, dude. And then like, and yeah, it was one of the linemen, like, and you know what he did two hours later? Went back out and practiced. Like, oh my God, this brutal. Like you're a step slow today, coach. Look, and, and those guys hated those ponies, man. Uh, and they were like better off, you know, they were, I don't mind wearing them to class or whatever, which was, you know, the idea was that there would be a one on the field. Like, coach, these things are killing me. And I don't, mm. I don't ever remember exactly how that was resolved. If guys got to, hey, put on your other shoes, but spat them up and then paint the pony logo on them, you know, that like with the sure. magic marker or whatever. But I don't remember exactly how that went, but those dudes. That was rough. So that that's my experience. I I wore them around, you know, stand on the sidelines or whatever. So my wasn't exactly high performance, but as a player, Pony, great for standing. Yeah, got the get the shoe of the get back coach. So that's what we did on game day. Stretch, go stretch, Bam Morris before the game, and now during the game, go make yourself useful. Get make sure we don't get a penalty for uh, being in the ref's way. Yes, sir, coach. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Ben. I'm Aaron. A bit of an update uh, of a story that we talked about a little bit yesterday. Um, The reporter the newspaper reporter yeah in southern california that was suspended two weeks by usc um usc caved that suspension has been lifted uh no real surprise riley uh spoke with the the reporter in question over the phone uh last night uh they've both issued statements riley's statement uh reads as follows i won't read the whole thing um, last night, I received a call from Luca Evans. We had a very candid and productive conversation. Uh, we agree that we both could have handled the situation differently. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, the only... But don't call her Carol, Luca. <laughs> yeah, that's the... That's, that's the, the real... It really yeah. is. Like, well, how'd she get in there? Um, that, and that is the, uh, the... The one thing I said to you yesterday that... Oh, well, we talked about it a little bit more than I'll say one thing, but I, I said n- neither side really wins on these type deals. So it's probably best. It's probably best for the Orange County Register that they're there when SC has games in the next two weeks. Likewise, it's probably best for USC that they, you know, you view it both ways. It's usually n- neither side really comes out as just the, the, the the winner in this thing but glad uh glad it's uh glad they rose above their objections yeah i mean i think that there i agree that there are no real winners um but i think that usc especially runs the risk of being a real loser and ran that risk if they would have continued with this silly suspension because suddenly um who they play this weekend i think in two weeks it's oregon i mean it's uh Colorado, isn't it? They're uh, they're playing Arizona State, right? Crappy Sun Devils. 
um, in in Arizona. You know what? In two weeks, it's they're in Boulder, and the reason why I know that, or I'm tying two narratives together, is that's where Cliff is coming here from mm-hmm. Boulder for his Hall of Fame induction on that Friday so, night. So they would have run the risk of next week and this weekend after right. pummeling a hapless and terrible Arizona State team. The story was going to be about this stupid suspension and you know this report of getting in trouble for use, daring to use somebody's first name when addressing them that happens to be the president of USC. Um, and the entire beat, largely, would have been in on this. Right, you don't like. It's one thing, and I and I'm not like. I'm not trying to besmirch anyone. And I think the dynamics are are, are a little bit different in a dedicated college town like you see in most programs, College Station, Lubbock, Norman, Manhattan, etc. But in Los Angeles, you don't yeah. think that the people who work for the L.A. Times would enjoy picking a fight with Lincoln Riley? Sure. A Plashke, for example? A hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Like a guy who goes on. Like they, they would make it a mission. Yeah, he goes on to around the ESPN horn. Sure. Yeah, game show deal, whatever. Yeah, around the horn, like what, three times a week? Yeah. And I think the same parent company. I thought that's what I saw. Like the same media parent company owns both papers. And so, you know, I'm sure Plasky has all the freedom he wants, but that's still, I know it's easy to go, well, print is dead, but that's in big city papers like that still have some juice. The Southern California News Group um, owns, let's see, San Diego Union Tribune. Um, the uh, L.A. Daily News, the Orange County Register, and a few, like, well, several others, but not the Times. Um, yeah, there you go. Now, its parent company owns a bunch of uh, newspapers around the country, like the. Uh, Denver Post, the Daily Camera in, in Boulder, um, but also not none of the biggies. Boston Herald. Ah, okay. Um, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Sam. Uh, I think it's a fair argument to believe that Dion has the bo- best sports resume of all time. I can't think of another elite athlete who has gone to be an elite, to be elite as a coach, owner, or GM. How do you feel about using elite right now, Gus? Yeah, maybe a little early for that, but I, I uh, um, I, I do agree. I mean, I, I've you and I've talked about this, and I, I've I've used the, um, you know, the University of Houston hired Clyde Drexler basketball example, and just that that those that and 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 Dion's a little different than that because it's not a. It's not the guy who's never coached returning to his alma mater like, like uh, sure that you know that uh, Drexler Drexler was yes thank you and uh, you know like Dion cut his teeth at HBCU and 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 uh, you know in a way that's it's a little bit different path but I I'm also inclined to agree with the texture again elite's a strong word just yet but uh, um. 
you know that that some of those guys underestimate some of those folks i shouldn't even say guys but some of those some of those athletes that jump into coaching maybe underestimate the value of their resume or overestimate the value of their persona you know we talked about tech basketball earlier and i'll use the example of last year's opponent patrick ewing you know like was not a, a good college basketball coach and you'd think man that's patrick ewing how could he go wrong but it just didn't work more tech talk next the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Ben. I'm Aaron. Would love to get your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Also weigh in through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. We had uh, we had a little bit of news earlier on uh, big Im- big injury for the Cowboys. Yeah, lost Diggs, their corner. It'll for the years for the year. Yeah. yeah Pop the ACL today. In practice. practice. Man, that sucks. Tough deal. Two weeks in. At least he got his extension before. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah. That starts. I mean, you hate that for any team because the Cowboys are playing. They're, you know, you hate to start whittling away at your depth, you know, on September 21st, but that's what they'll be doing. Man, they've been playing well. Goodness. And I'm, I'm no fan, but they're. They are lighting it up right now. Uh, we have this update from Brian, who visited the Anne Frank house <laughs> in Amsterdam while uh, on mushrooms. <laughs> Brian, quote, In hindsight, I should have asked what the plan of the day was with my travel mates. I just took shrooms after breakfast, <laughs> you know, as one does. Nah. And then asked what we were doing. I had to leave the house. I was so overwhelmed with emotions. That was a bad day. I even had a mime follow me around, freaking me out in the red light district. I ended up ditching my friends and going back to the hotel. I was so freaked out. (laughs) Good night. I can only imagine. Yeah. I would love to have witnessed that, the mime part. Yeah freaking out man yeah that that would uh that'd be rough uh val points out that today is the last day uh the last day off that the rangers have uh for the rest of the regular season yeah i think they're one game one game behind the uh astros and all four of them won yesterday of course yesterday on the show the first three had won i think toronto won last night so nothing changed yesterday but uh of course i'm saying all four meaning toronto seattle houston and texas but yeah the uh because they, they've been a half game apart and i think that gets evened up after today do you is it how much of an advantage is it do you think that the astros um get to kind of sit back now granted they'll play three in seattle um but you know their two closest competitors are going to be kind of you know potentially beating up on one another in what seven of the next 10 games Mm -hmm. and so it it would be hard for kind of one team to make just up a lot of ground like really make a push um if they're just kind of like 
trading blows. Yeah. yeah. Now maybe the Rangers go in and sweep them and, and win seven sure. games. That'd be great um, for the Rangers. And if that happens, it's going to eliminate. I mean, it, yeah. if either side of that gets gets way tilted, the other one's in trouble. I mean, it, it's got so much riding on it. I mean, it really, really is a big, it's certainly a big series. But and and we've had our eyes on this for. A couple months, knowing that it came down to it, especially from the Mariners' perspective, once they heated up, because they were, they were at the point like, hey, all of a sudden, instead of that just being a team that's got, you know, their last ten games against the Texas teams, it's like that's who they're in the race with, that's who they're chasing, and now have caught more or less. Um, it's it's, uh, I mean, that's as compelling as it gets, I guess. Did you see this stat yesterday? Um, this is the because the Astros have just a half game lead, right? Mm-hmm. Over the the Rangers and the Mariners. Um, this is the first time. I love these kind of stats. This is the first time that three teams in the same division were all within a half game or fewer of first place, with all having ten games or fewer left to play since divisions began in nineteen sixty nine. Uh, you got to like that. Like, it's hard to get more compelling than that. I agree. I, I, I very much agree. And, and then, and then we throw in the, you know, the, the, the aspect of the wild card and a fourth team. And really we're not even, I mean, all our focus here at Raymar and just here locally not all of our focus, but it's primarily with the American League teams. With the National League situation, there's more teams hunting a few spots than than AL's four teams for three spots. The NL's got more. I think it's five or six, or it was a couple of days ago or last week. Yeah, there are there are seven teams within seven games of each other, right? So, I mean, the, the, the Phillies have a four-game lead for that top wild-card spot, so they're pretty comfortable And they right have now. separated. The yeah. Phillies have separated over the last few days. Um, but the Padres are just four and a half games back of the Cub for that final wild-card spot. The, the Giants are three games back. The Reds are one game back. And then the Marlins um, are just a half game back. Yeah. Admittedly, I, I don't keep up with just a ton of baseball outside of the teams that we kind of focus on. Sure, I was not aware that the Marlins were in yeah, the playoff conversation. They've got a really interesting, uh, you know, young roster, and you know that's that's Kim Ng, you know the the lady that was hired what two three years ago as the GM. She's done a, I mean, I think the industry wide opinion of her her work there is you know she's put together a really good roster. I mean, it didn't take that. Now they weren't very good. Don't get me wrong, but this, you know, like the the Orioles are getting to follow a path that the Cubs followed and the Astros followed to an extent where they were really, really, really bad and loading up on draft picks, and and here they are. Um, but you know, the Marlins had struggled for a long time, but she's done a good job of putting together what appears to be. Um, you know, talent, just a talented young group. And, you know, the, their biggest challenge is they're in a division with. And so, the, yes, the schedule's balanced, but it's still tilted toward, you know, you play your division teams a few more times and they've still got the Braves to deal with and the Phillies, who are really good. 
And then you throw, now the Mets aren't, but the Mets are always capable of throwing a ton of money at it as they did this year. And it appears they're not going to do that for a while, but it's just a that's a pretty competitive division here for the for the next little bit because anytime you've got a bunch of games with the Braves coming up, you got a you got a challenge on your hands. But they they're they're akin to where the D-backs are, where they're playing in a division with the Dodgers and the Padres, and um, you know they're that they're right in it and competitive and uh, just interesting. More tech talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Gus and Ben, I'm Aaron. Love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, this on the chat line. Um, Val says TCU wants NIL to change because they're losing out. Um, I mean, uh, maybe. The, the the frustrating thing about NIL, and I think everyone agrees with this, except for the people getting paid, and probably the people that are paying, is that there's so little transparency that it's hard to get a real good gauge on who's doing great and who's lagging behind right um so maybe they are not as advanced with an nil as texas tech or i guess even smu now um but i think i think the ad at tcu is far from the only one that feels that way in terms of hey oh oh, oh. oh no yeah I, I agree with you i think I, I i haven't seen his comments but i would assume it's that's a more general state of the industry type comment than something really heavy specific to uh tcu tcu's got a fairly prominent alumnus an athletic alumnus baseball player former baseball player who's a um in the house of representatives that's his name is roger williams um and he is he's got a committee committee chair i think uh small business something committee whatever but it's so there you know there's probably a uh there's probably a phone number you know what i mean there's probably some access there but i i don't i i would assume the a, a big voice in this uh conversation i remains tommy toberville just given his his recent past in college athletics I know he's a recent path, but really his career. And he's a senator. That's, as weird as that is still. I know, say I know. <laughs> um, Gene Smith is the uh, current AD at uh, Ohio State. He is retiring next year. That's already been announced. Um, yesterday he was part of that NIL committee hearing. Our congressional hearing, and um, he, he has an idea, and this is—it's no surprise that the guy who's on his way out probably has one of the more innovative ideas. Um, He—he uh, he would 
permit schools to create licenses for athletes who could then determine what school-related NIL endeavors um, they want to be involved with. Essentially, you could forego the scholarship and just choose uh-huh. to get paid. It's interesting. Right? Um, and I don't know if you would, you know, need to still go to class. Yeah, the academic side. How that would yeah. work. Um, but there you go. Intriguing. Uh, we get this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, from Stephen. Uh, AD, if I gave you a million dollars in cash, would you eat pineapple on pizza forever? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's I'm, an easy yes. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan either, but that's yeah, I would do that as well. Tell you what, I'll do it for 900 grand. Yeah. So, so if you want to hang on to 100 grand, you pay me instead of AD. Well, I'll do it for eight hundred ninety. <laughs> ah, here we go. Price is right. It. <laughs> um, Gundy said, "It's like Adidas and Under Armour bidding over Texas Tech." Someone says this in the chat line. Gundy told TC that NIL is just a fad. That's from Dan in Dallas. Hmm. I. Yeah. You know, I like I said yesterday. I hope Gundy stays in place there with that attitude for a while. Yeah. Like, let us get. Th- Three or four, and again, I, I he, he's been highly successful. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like taking this very vocal stance against it in any form. Like, yeah, I'm, I think I want to recruit against that guy almost, right now. Almost going out of his way to do it right? too. It's not like he just kind of gets trapped in some sort of like web of questions. He took that out of context. Stumbles into yeah, it. Yeah. It's almost like, hey, um, you know, coach, uh, you know, big game coming up. Tomorrow, um, you know, do you have any updates on any injured players? And then he somehow <laughs> turns that into a question about NIL. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was it's bizarre. And and when he when he did that this weekend, it was a comment about South Alabama, yeah, the, the team, team that, that had beat worked him. him over in Stillwater, and he he twisted that around the other. They're doing it for all the right reasons. None P- of this NIL stuff. Like, Coach, we didn't ask about that. Just playing for the love of the game. PJ yeah. says this, uh, thoughts on Arby's Elk Burger. Ooh, I haven't had that. I have not. Um, I I enjoy Arby's. It's yeah. not a normal part of our rotation. Yep. Um, but, I mean, I, I would try it, certainly. Yeah, you know, I would, yeah. I would happily try it. I'm sure, I'm sure it's good. Most of those LTOs are good, fast food places. Um. But man, it's just something feels wrong if you go to Arby's and you don't get like a beef and cheddar. <laughs> you know, I'm like a, I'm still a number one all the way. I'm still with their base roast beef product. The uh, I think it's number one. Sure. Yeah. Not that I'm opposed to the beef and cheddar, but yeah, just that the the their their bread and butter, if you will, when I go. But I'm like you; it's not part of the rotation. I would view it as a treat. Treat, yeah, really? Yeah, wow! Treat. Yeah, it's like when we brought RC Cola in here. Well, hey, look at that. Uh, Sooner in Lubbock says this: Arby's uh, Wagyu burger sucked. I'm sure the elk is no different. Ouch! How do you feel about the McRib? Delightful. I agree. <laughs> this has been the Tech Talk podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.